0: You are now listening to the uh, this is not the podcast nerds you're looking for, it's the Star Wars show. I'm sorry, that joke fell flat. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's what they came can expect it's from right. us.
1: It's all right. It, the opening of these shows, and like I said, I'm going to call myself out on this. Which I uh, don't understand what you're talking uh, about. The, the last show yeah. we did with, with Blake. Uh, if, if you listen, like we're like, hey, like I come up like, hey, everybody, like some morning. He probably thought he was on some slapstick morning radio talk show thing. Uh, and I hate myself for it every time I do it but it's just this false, it's not who I am, it's just a load of bullshit, but it's this no. false energy I have to throw out there.
0: So we started the show better today for you.
1: Yeah, it's just miserable and bitter. <laughs> because it's just, I have to come out at like 110, so I could come back to my natural, like, mediocre 65, and just kind of settle.
0: Yeah, it. you really, you know, come out swinging some of those yeah, shows. Yeah, I
1: kind of have to. If I don't, I, I feel like I'm I'm kind of dragging it, so I go, wham! Throw out all that energy, like, hey, look at this guy. He's fun. And then five you minutes are in, fun. yeah, tons of fun. <laughs> if you were to ask everyone that I went to high school with, uh, never live that one down. Now everyone knows. You are the prom king. <clears throat> it was a joke. It went too far. <laughs> went way too far. Uh, but I got a free hat out of it. So what can I say? Yeah, I
0: mean, you, are you talking? Are we talking the crown, or did they give you like a ball cap that said prom king? No, it
1: wasn't actually. It was a crown.
0: Uh, yes, I, a sash? I, I
1: t- Maybe I don't a know. Scepter. I was, too, I was too no scepter. I was too busy apologizing to the prom queen for ruining her night.
0: I would have demanded they played the macho man entrance theme, uh, macho king entrance theme. I'm sorry, oh, which is the same one. But, yeah, you know, a little dun, pomp and pop circumstance. And circumstance yeah. dun, 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 dun. I would have really you know, made her night, and then. Cause I was, you know, under the influence on, at my prom, obviously. So I would have probably then tried to climb up on something and elbow drop someone, you know.
1: Because we we did wrestling and the and boxing in the place where I had my prom. That's we had a we had a hell of a budget.
0: Uh we did the same in the place where I had my prom. Oh, nice. uh, which was that Holiday Inn back there off in Fogelsville.
1: Ours was a. Uh, days in then a roadside in then oh, a road right then, place we're and then flanked by yes this by by our prom house prom is flanked yes. by the it, it, it's, it's now now that <laughs> the uh old school murder tell uh is being sold this is now the number one murder tell in the area where the we one across from. the
0: street oh no yeah. what about the one right for me the the one right off on across the street here Oh, yeah, that's a good one, Where the one old too. porn store still sits for well, rent. Well,
1: that's, that's abandoned, too. They oh, it is abandoned? It's, a, it's sad. Yeah, they got rid of the porn store. They got rid of the two shady motels. <laughs> there was the one that they tore down. There, there were these sheds. Like, there were like, these cabins right off the highway that you can rent oh, individual yeah, ones. Yeah, that
0: was the one right by, uh, <laughs> right by uh, the... That, 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 uh, like Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I right. What it was called.
1: Well, no. And there was one even up more too. When I first moved out this way and there was the shady truck stop at the corner. It's a CVS. And it's a shame. This, the yeah, g- they're, gentrification they're just, of boondocks, Pennsylvania is <laughs> right. just, a, it's very this, sad this to place see is it known go. For his
0: lot lizards. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> if, what about that? I wonder what that hotel is. You see from the highway, the 22 one.
1: The Allenwood. Is that what that yeah, is? That's the one that's being, it's sold now. Oh. We filmed in there a ton of times. Really? Actual, like, like as, as we're filming a fake murder, there's a real one taking place, like, so three rooms down. you're talking forensic down. files. Yeah, yeah. Some we used to
0: film there all the television time. Television knowledge. So it was, it
1: was the perfect. The We'd rape hotel
0: there. right by our house that you can see F-22 that was used to film forensic files is being sold, people. Yeah. It's a piece of... Piece,
1: you could get a piece of television history
0: right now. Covered in some type of body fluid, either blood, <clears throat> urine, or semen. Yeah
1: at least the rooms that we shot in when we were done we cleaned up behind us so you knew that was done but there were some weird dudes like people would get anxious because they'd see like cameras and there's a reason that they were staying there now not to not to be so local cuz
0: i don't know if the people who listen hate that or like it but the i think the now the shadiest motel in town is the one by all the chop shops by Coca-Cola park <laughs> By
1: the Taco Bell. Oh, that one. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. There's always cops out there, and it's big. That uh, you could rent by the hour. Yeah, it's called like the Driftwood or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, but there's also Taco Bell right across the street, so it's yeah. con- it's convenient for them. Mm. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> television history, yeah, movie history, it's happening this week. Mm, what's happening this week? One shitty transition after another. <laughs> uh,
0: let me... Th- oh, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Is that Star Trek series coming back from its hiatus?
1: Oh, that was a hiatus? I don't know. It's on... Yeah, it's I think they're... season break. Yeah. No, I don't think that's coming back for like another... I think they're doing like the Netflix thing. It'll, they'll mm-hmm. just dump another 10 episodes. No, in they're the doing year one from- at a time. Okay. That's, but I mean, yeah, still, but happened. they're only doing like 10 episodes per yeah, season, right. right? But so I would assume that that season's going to be next year. It doesn't justify me dropping like ten bucks for. Uh, to I,
0: I'm, I'm going to hold out. I'm not never been a Star PI Trek rip-offs. fan, but if if <clears throat> Quentin Tarantino is doing a Star Trek movie based on Next Generation with with the original Picard, that would be
1: awesome. And I, he said he he's like he, I'm in if he does it. <clears throat> yeah. So big Patrick Stewart fan. Uh, he kind of pitched the idea.
0: On the Nerdist podcast, he said he had an idea for a Star Trek yeah. movie based on a Next Generation. He was a huge Next Generation nerd. Tarantino,
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's
0: what podcasts are for now.
1: Uh, and it, you, you get so much time to talk. <clears throat> people wind up pitching yeah, ideas. Yeah. Well, I think that show too. It was just it was on all the time and everywhere. Right, that, and it was like, and if, at if the if time I, too, to, it I was didn't even only watch s- it,
0: but that show was like seminal mm. to my childhood. Just because it was always
1: fucking on, and like, unless you watch that telephone booth show, it was like the only real sci-fi that was on for some time too. Telephone booth show, yeah. the the English people that like fight oh, aliens, Robo- yeah, yeah, fuck yeah.
0: them. Yeah, I don't, I don't even so much. I, I never I, even became aware of that till I was older.
1: <coughs> but I just, next I generation like the was Simpson always references. on. I, and, just, and, I just don't get it.
0: And there were so many guest stars in Next Generation that like they tout. Mm-hmm. Like
1: yeah. Everybody was on that show. We're really talking about Star Trek. And what is aptly to be titled the first and greatest Star Wars show we've ever done. Right. So this is this, coming out this week. That's how, what, how have I was we, trying to
0: joke, people, uh, if you didn't get it, that the big movie coming out this week is, is episode eight, even though they're really not branding with episode no. eight. Because they're going to continue going on sure. with the saga. Uh,
1: yeah. It, it's amazing that it took us this long. get to a star wars show like it was one of those things where i'm like i can't wait to do star wars and i didn't want to do it because i didn't want to like feel like we burned that bridge and i can't talk star wars anymore even though there's nothing stopping us right i'm a huge star wars nerd i I. I absolutely love the shit and it wasn't until maybe it was even during the summer like you know what let's just hold off let's just we'll be edging star wars until the movie Uh, comes out. after
0: we missed it last year i was always planning on holding off the star wars yeah But even last year, Rogue One wasn't a good time to do it.
1: Well, we won't get into your vitriol for that. Here's
0: the thing between Squeezer and I: He likes Rogue One. I cannot stand. I think uh, it's a bad movie.
1: I don't think it's a bad movie. I think there were a few mistakes and missteps, and there's one (laughs) big item. Yeah, if you would have saved Vader to the end, it would have made. I want it would have gone from like a a B to an A. For me, it would have gone from a D to a B. You're insane. The, there's, look, I I know there's a lot of things that could have been done differently. It's like it's also like hard shooting, to do like, a movie like it, that it, where it, you like, already they, know the payoff. They, they could have, it could have been easier. It might have turned out better if they would have done, like, had a storyboard and shot it and edited it in that general manner versus shoot 30 hours of B-roll and then cut it down to right. two hours. And, like, cut out some of the coolest B-roll that you put in the trailer. <clears throat> what, face-to-face with a TIE fighter? Yeah. That's the problem with trailers. Like right. now, so I don't, I try not to watch them anymore. And this, the latest one, like I wa- well, I watched each it's trailer. It's kind of going
0: to be your job.
1: I know. <laughs> I, ugh, it, it it goes against everything I believe in because I stayed away from the internet for a year, basically. Like, and it was so hard too. Like the last. Uh, yeah, but
0: Disney does a really good job, yes. especially with the saga. Yes, of not telling you anything. In Unlike tr- DC, yes. oh, who God. gives you the whole plot and all
1: the best. Well, scenes to be in the fair trailer. though, I appreciate that from them because then I don't <laughs> have to waste my money.
0: Uh, listen, I'm a huge DC fan. I'm, I'm, I love the comic books. Uh, some of the Batman, but we've discussed that some Batman and Superman stories I've read, and even Darkest Night. I, I love that saga. Uh, but these DC movies, Wonder Woman aside, have, and I even like Suicide Squad, but. Mm-hmm. M- Batman v Superman and Justice League were garbage. Mm -hmm. Batman v Superman was total garbage. Justice League was just, because it's Justice League, because it's fucking Justice League,
1: that movie's garbage. You
0: had a standard to uphold. Marvel did better with a C character in Thor in its third iteration than fucking Justice League did with its fucking, it had the trinity in the movie. It's top three stars. Yeah. And arguably, you could say that Marvel changed the game when they made Iron Man their top star uh, because he took over as the top but, star. They
1: didn't do it. The public did. The fans did.
0: Right. And I think that's shifting with Wonder Woman. I think if DC would refocus efforts, she could become mm-hmm. the <clears throat> biggest yeah. DC star, and, and Cyborg, and maybe even Barry Allen. But, you know, they have to do it right. But, uh, you know, um, and there's also just a feel to
1: and a look to him that just isn't appealing to me. Right. The whole going going dark is one thing. They kind of went against that. But okay, here's a little spoiler
0: for you. So if you (coughs) fast forward like a minute, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene in Justice League where the Flash and Cyborg are using shovels to slowly dig up a fucking Superman's coffin. It's morbid. There's a great Pet cemetery reference, but, like, first of all, it's the Flash. <clears throat> he could do it like that. Mm-hmm. He kind of says why he doesn't do it like that. It's, it's Whedon. Uh, it's got Whedon all over it. You know, Whedon did a great job with Avengers. He did okay with two, but I think it was very heavy-handed Feggy, and that's why Whedon quit. <clears throat> I just think he's too television-y for f- feature films. Yeah, like that drawn-out. And that the slapstick, like, yeah. like a joke has has to have a better payoff in a movie than it would a quick payoff in a television show. Uh, and you know, I don't think Whedon could draw the difference. And I saw you could tell the Whedonisms in both Avengers, and you could really tell them. I mean, it's and I'm not saying that I don't think Zack Snyder's a hack, but he's a great visual storyteller. But mm-hmm. which I guess, but he's not a good actual storyteller.
1: <laughs> Uh, oh, it's fitting for today. <laughs> Sorry, George. Oh boy.
0: So let's get into it. So because so far we've talked Star Trek and DC <clears throat> in the Star Wars show. In the Star Wars show, we promised people Star Wars. And in,
1: in part two, we'll talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, I have basically stayed away. That I have no idea what's going to happen in this movie. No one does, though. I know, but even like even like it, people have like nitpicked and they like look. I, I watched the trailers. Right. I'm like oh, that looks cool. I watched it once. I didn't go back. I didn't rewatch. I didn't slow it down. Well, no. I, I want. But I don't really
0: watch television either, so sure. I saw none of the TV spots. Um,
1: I want to be. I just. I want to be surprised. I want to enjoy it. And fortunately, from what I've heard out of the LA premieres, they're loving it. Yeah, it's very good.
0: Well, I'm seeing it first, I believe. Right, six o'clock.
1: You're going at six. or Six, six thirty. I'm going at eight thirty.
0: Six thirty, I think I am. Six thirty yeah. on Thursday, and our friend Jason, who's another big Star Wars fan, he's going at nine thirty, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that.
1: He's mad that I'm seeing it first. Yeah. <clears throat> he was mad. Oh, and then I told him I was seeing it perform too. And he was. He saw it in theater. He's he's old as dirt, so he saw it like in the original in theaters. Right, and um.
0: He's also mad that he didn't get to pick his seat, so he has to get there. Because he's like, "Oh, are you leaving work early? Because I'm going. Yeah, early. I'm like, yeah. no, I got yeah. my seat. I'll get there. You know, I'll, we'll be at Red Robin. Because obviously, in the Northeast area, there's not a movie theater built around this town without a Red Robin. Of course. Time. So we'll go to Red Robin and have a few drinks beforehand. You know, because we could waltz right in. You know, see the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer because that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's out, <coughs> sure. I'm like seeing the Big Strange, um, see that Rexy saving the day in the Big Strange.
1: Red Robbins to movie theaters like Fresh Markets, where I I know for a fact that they go on like Google Earth and look for the most golf courses in one place, and then they put a Fresh Market grocery store wherever there are a bunch of golf courses near each other. Oh, really? Yeah, that's pretty much how they. Isn't pick. that
0: where your wife worked? back in the
1: day yeah yeah, yeah. next is across from a golf course is that one still open yeah, it's still there oh. yeah if you if you want to spend like 30 dollars for a bag of walnuts go and. Yeah, ahead bok ahead. choy. yeah
0: <laughs> the place is so weird i never found any use for <clears throat> it
1: it's basically it's like the the you know the fancy little corner of wegmans that and the one like organic aisle yeah, it's like a drawn that, that, that's, out that's like yeah, what it is
0: uh it's like a The corner (laughs) store is stretched out to fill a bigger space that sells asshole groceries.
1: They do have a nice cheese selection. (laughs) It's still overpriced.
0: I mean, can you get cheese ends there for the movie,
1: though? I can ask. They'd probably (laughs) look at me all...
0: Here's a good question for the people. Do you
1: want a bunch of manchego cheese? I just have the wax (laughs) off the edge of the manchego. "Mm." It's like eating eating the candles off the birthday cake. But
0: don't lie to the people, you would chew on those during a movie I was doing it last night as I was
1: preparing for this show (laughs) Are you going to get cheese ends for I will. I will not, no I'm going to try to cleanse myself and purge So I don't have to go to the bathroom three times during a movie To be fair, Blade Runner was nine hours long I had to go to the bathroom at some point so I'm hoping <clears throat> I can. That's also why I picked my seat in the back left corner, right by the right, door. Right,
0: well, Die and I always get by the right by the aisle, and mm-hmm. uh, Enchantress will fill me in when I inevitably have to take six p breaks. <laughs> but it's I, you know, I tried to I tried to in the past like not drink anything and just and go in. But you're there to
1: enjoy yourself.
0: Like, yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna watch the fucking thing again. You might not, but I'm gonna watch it a bunch more times. Oh,
1: I'm gonna go. I will be going uh, <laughs>
0: late at night. No, I'm mean, gonna I home I wanna, video. Wanna, you're, you don't see uh. the... You're not the re- like art type, are you?
1: I used to be. Then it's like then, then I, you know, Netflix and like the long form thing. I I like going back and watching oh, old by the series. Way, Guardians no Two is
0: on Netflix. Please fucking watch it.
1: It's Fuck yeah, it's sake. on my to do list.
0: You, have you seen one yet? Yeah, right. yeah, I saw it. <clears throat> well, two, two is right when it came out.
1: No, on home release. On home release. Yes. I was
0: gonna say. Yeah. Well, Two is now on Netflix. Everyone who hasn't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, do yourself a favor and see that fucking movie because it's fantastic. <clears throat> Still my favorite of all the superhero movies I've seen this year. Um, you know, and that, there are some good ones. Thor, Ragnarok, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming. Not Justice League.
1: Not Justice League. What about Star Wars? <laughs> Holy shit.
0: This is our typical for you. Yeah. All right, you want me to go first? I think I go first.
1: Sure, your turn.
0: All
1: right. It's Darth Vader, watch out! And he's got a lightsaber! It's Kenner's Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. I got you now, big Kenobi! With R2D2 and C3PO, there's even Chewbacca and Han Solo. Someone's coming, Chewie. Who's there? It's Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Now I know the Force is with us. Darth Vader, R2-D2, C-3PO, and other Kenner Star Wars action figures, each sold separately.
0: So this is one of my earliest memories of Star Wars is having, and I don't know how the fuck I have them. I don't know if we got them from a yard sale. You know when you're a kid and you just have toys and you don't know where they mm-hmm. came from? So I was young and I had the Darth Vader with the, like, the jacket on <laughs> and uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi And I can't remember. It wasn't the originals either. I'm pretty sure they were the Return of the Jedi releases Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the cheap lightsaber thing sticking out of their hand. Uh, But I had these action figures and I had Darth Vader and I'd always play with it. And I kind of wanted to know where it came from. And I kind of had like the same situation with Ghostbusters where I got into the cartoon before I even knew there was a movie. And then my aunt was like, you know, there's a movie. You know, this is '86, so mm-hmm. the movie was two years prior, and I was four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I'm an idiot. I, there was no internet. I,
1: I wasn't like, what? I missed that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we immediately went home and rented it. Sure. And it was like it was something new. It's not like you had been missing out on something. It's like this just happened now.
0: Yeah, it's only. It probably only was on home video at that point for not even a year. Yeah. Because that's the release points weren't. It's there was. They didn't churn them out the way
1: they do no. now. Um, yeah, you could go to a, see a movie in a theater And never see it again for years Because there was no other way to see it
0: Yeah, that that is true But they would also You could see a movie at the beginning of the year And then see it again in the <laughs> summer pretty much In, in the dollar theaters Because there was a much longer run mm-hmm. For a lot of theatrical films
1: Because um, They were churning out less crap So they had more time to film Oh, there was plenty of crap There was well, plenty of crap Howard the Duck came out in the 80s. Fair
0: enough Uh but there's just no home. There was a very limited home video market, uh, and uh, you know it was it's HBO or Skymax at mm-hmm. that point, point, uh, you know afterwards, and then you know the ABC afternoon movie if it was worth that. But <clears throat> so I had these Star Wars figures, and uh, I had the Darth Vader, and I I go. My mom was a big Star Wars fan, so I'd go to her, and uh, I you know I'd be like, what's this? What's this guy? <laughs> you know who? Where could I get more of this guy? Obviously, I everyone always gravitates to Vader for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know the bad the bad guy, <clears throat> just like him. Um, oh, we were watching Batman Returns. You know we we're watching Christmas movies, Enchantress, and, and I. We were watching obviously Batman Returns, which mm-hmm. is a uh, go to Christmas movie of ours. And I love that. That's still my favorite Batman movie. You know, Dark Knight is great and i recognize that it's it's one of the best movies released in the last you know 20 years but batman returns is still my favorite because i think danny devito's penguin is so fucking perfect and they do catwoman really well in that too and i agree rewatching it you know it sticks with you more how she's not she's never a villain and you know um if you read the comic books you understand she's she's like she's a rogue right yeah and I really hope and DC released that. Oh God, i tangenting again. <laughs> DC re-released their movie schedule in Brazil, and mm-hmm. Gotham City Sirens wasn't on there, and I was kind of looking forward to that, but neither here nor there. I want a Lobo movie. Um, I was like, I remember Batman '89. I liked the Joker, but I'm still, you know, Batman. But Batman Returns, I was full on Penguin. I we talked about the Ouch. plastic Penguin I carried around. I still have one upstairs. I love why you keep me around. <laughs> you're my, you, know, you're ador- you're, you are conniving. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> he is fantastic, though, oh, in that yeah. movie. He's so good. I don't know
1: why people just shat on him so bad, hmm. as being so over the top. It's a comic book movie, right? It's supposed to be, and that well, that's what you are saying. That movie really did. It feels like it. that was the first comic book movie. Where it felt like it, like you were watching it off the page, I felt.
0: Right, because, you know, I think uh, he, Tim Burton was hamstrung on the fr- by John Peters and Peter Gruber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so I was, we were watching it, and I'm just slapping Enchantress on the leg when John Peters and Peter Gruber's name came up. I'm like, see, they're on everything. They're on everything. But they his Tim Burton made a contract with Warner Brothers to come back. They weren't allowed on set. So it's John Peters specifically so he was more allowed to do. And I mean there was a fucking happy meal release with that movie, but then you mm-hmm. know it wasn't that dark.
1: Ah, I don't know. I loved it. As they were kid. kidnapping children. Trying to but Batman stopped them. Yeah. Just saying it doesn't matter. The intent <clears throat> is there and there's a clown crawling through a window and taking a kid out of a crib. And there's a great scene People are going to have a problem <clears throat> with that when you're feeding kids salt in a box. There's a there's a great
0: scene where uh, um we're really tangenting. The Star Wars episode <laughs> is not on Star Wars. It's where, not happening. Where uh, 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 the the young woman comes up and says that Penguin's a great role model for a young person to look up to. And Penguin, and she's a you know, lovely lady. And Penguin's like, and you're a great young person for a role model. <laughs> so it's something very pervy. Yeah. And he goes, have a button. And he, he they kind of gropes her. Mm-hmm. As he puts the button on her. And uh, oh, the
1: fishy paw! Yeah, it's so great.
0: Yeah, so so great. So, uh, but anyway, I—that's the other time I was really into a villain as a kid. But Darth Vader. So my mom was like, "Oh, you know, let's." Uh, I think they play these movies on cable all the fucking time. We'll watch, and I watched New Hope first. Okay, Star Wars, which is still one of my favorites. Um. And uh, um, in that movie, like I became immediately obsessed with the Star Wars universe, uh, and I think I think watching Episode Seven it made me realize how much I love New Hope because mm-hmm. it was kind of a
1: soft reboot of it. Uh, y- there are elements, right? I would say there are there there are those people that say it like ripped it off. Shot by shot It's not the case But Yeah There are elements To uh, Sure Right No It did not
0: rip it off Shot by shot But I mean If you really stretched Your imagination You could say anything Really But I I like Both of them Because they're both You know They set up a great story Mm -hmm. Both both of them And I'm I'm Excited to see How this one compares To Empire But The action figures For Star Wars Were always cool They were always about The same size as G.I. Joe's Mm Mm-hmm so, I always have to like steal some of my brother's G.I. Joes to play with Star Wars.
1: The original seven, your, the older ones, or the the Power of the Force? No, these okay. were
0: the 80, the Return of the Jedi okay. 3.5 inch. And they
1: all had like scoliosis because they all had like back braces because they complete, yeah, like, they're completely straight
0: stiff. up. Straight. Wait, wait. Yeah, they're, and uh, <clears throat> I think they're the same size as his mask too, right? Mm-hmm. About right. Yeah, my tracker guy would you know say Princess Leia occasionally, Matt Tracker come in uh yeah so i don't know if i talked about Kenner action figures <laughs> from star wars <laughs> and that last thing but that was my yeah. first
1: event well eventually then they all get roided up for the uh 95 re-releases of the Kenner. like they were all in the bulk of scandal yeah when they came back out like we are kenner like they took all the batman molds they're like we
0: made 110 batmans so we have a lot of molds we'll paint them black
1: why does Darth Vader have abs? Isn't he, like, half robot? Eh. There could be abs in there. there. Could be abs. You don't know. <laughs> they all burned off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, you, the first Star Wars you saw was New Hope. Yes. Which makes sense, because that's how it starts. That's how you're supposed to... Well, not really. It's how it starts. Well, it's no, it's episode no, 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 no. That's how it starts. Okay. All right? That's all how right. it starts. Okay, okay. Calm down. I like to just jump into things and... Uh, i started with empire it's coming soon to your video store watch this
0: the empire strikes back the ultimate
1: battle between good and evil don't wait until it's too late reserve your copy at your local video store now. Or you can get it from the library for free, like Squeezer did. Of course he did. <laughs> so this was probably, I want to say, 88, 89. You know, I'm late to the game. I was, I was merely, um, when Return of the Jedi came out, I was still leeching nutrients from my mother's womb so you know, I, w- I wasn't quite into star wars when it hit theaters uh so you know i honestly didn't even know really what it was i had like a general nadine action figure that i found it's like ooh, this one's fun he can talk to people and tell them to go and destroy the death star so i didn't really have anyone that could do anything cool uh Until one day we're at the library, I'm sure, I'm like, Mom, Mom, I want to go look at the microfiche. So I'm like, all right, honey, we'll go down the library so you can look at old newspapers. And I'm scrolling through the carousel, because they just had, they'd have those little spiral carousels with all the VHS and uh, beta tapes in there, and I see Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back with this really cool artwork on the box, and I flip it over, and it's got those little fucking Kermit's great grandfathers on the box. There are ATATs back there. That looks awesome. And there the this guy's getting like blasted through a window. I'm like, I gotta check this out. So yeah, the,
0: the the back the, of the box the back of Empire of the box, really sells it better. Yeah,
1: yeah. When you when you compare it to the other ones. With the AT-ATs. Yeah. Well, you say at at <laughs> I'm an AT AT per- is it is it at sit with the ATSTs? Hmm? I don't know. Hmm could be
0: right Mm -hmm.
1: but i had to go back and i to i had to rent this and take it home so i did and it was the most mediocre visual experience of my life because it's a library vhs tape imagine watching the battle of hoth when the tape has basically been scrubbed clean And you're just riding the tracking the entire time watching Uh, the movie. So the quality was just god-awful. But I immediately fell in love. Had to go back. Yeah, Then Empire, like, comes out, like, super hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though it's cold. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I immediately um, fell in love and I had to get back there and then borrow... Because you didn't rent you bars from the library, *A uh, New Hope* and *Return of the Jedi*, and eventually uh, I would rent copies that were of somewhat quality, and then make my dubs. You know, down in my my dubbing room that I had down in the basement. I'm pretty sure I went from VHS to Beta, because I only had I had one VHS and one Beta deck. From
0: shitty quality, to good quality.
1: Yeah, uh, doing the best of what I got, and with my monster top-loading tabletop Beta, beta deck. deck Uh, And then, yeah, that was my my first encounter with Star Wars was Empire, renting it from the... I vividly remember taking that tape off the rack from the library.
0: I just got uh, on Black Friday, not that physical media, but since I have the PlayStation Mm -hmm. 4 and I don't do anything else with it, but occasionally play GTA with you guys, uh, I figured um, the Blu-rays for the original trilogy were on sale for like $17 for all three. So I picked them up. So, yeah, even though there are the special edition versions.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all part of his plan is to wipe that working copy from the face of the earth. Well, he can't anymore.
0: It's now up to Disney. <laughs> those all those prints are owned by
1: yeah. the oh, mouse. They will they will be re-releasing the, oh, the sure. originals and uh putting them in, taking them out of the vault, putting
0: them in the vault. Uh, but listen, yeah. the first time where I ever said I mean, Episode 7 came because Disney, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. But the synergy of Disney owning Marvel and Star Wars paid off in Civil War so good Yeah, when Spider-Man is fighting uh, Giant-Man, Giant Man, and he's telling uh, Iron Man that he saw this old movie, <laughs> speaking of Empire, mm-hmm. where they uh, tangled up the Adats or the AT-ATs, mm-hmm. uh, and he starts doing it to Giant-Man. And the, when he talks about this old movie and they all get pissed because he's a kid. Yeah. I could I was like that that is that scene came purely from the fact that this empire speaking of the, empire, evil, so empire, the evil empire yes. owns both Star Wars. Ooh, sorry. This <laughs> out there. And uh, and uh, Marvel. Yeah. And now it looks like by Christmas they will once again acquire the first family and X-Men.
1: Yeah. To be. i would love to see them in their like real costumes
0: that's how you introduce the fantastic four fuck x-men you introduce them no x-men you could do whatever you want with and it's going to be you're going to do something good with yeah it. kevin feige launched x-men universe he'll he'll be able to do something right yeah. with it but you introduce fantastic four and you do it right in avengers and the second infinity war whatever they do
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's how you do it yeah and hopefully that's what they do but we'll see time will tell
1: yeah i i think i think it's absolutely worth like does yeah. disney continue putting out
0: r-rated deadpools and x-men movies oh,
1: fuck. yeah you just put out a whole did you finish punisher not yet but oh, geez. we got another episode in. yeah oh it's, it's been a slow burn yeah i i, I had to dive right in but I mean, I for me, it's worth like if Disney is the evil empire, it's worth losing a couple billion people on Alderaan to have peace and community and have everything under one bubble. Yeah, we have to, we have to, you know, gotta shed some blood.
0: What else does Fox really? Uh, oh, Disney will own Alien franchise.
1: Mm, okay. Maybe they'll force do, Ridley Scott out. Do, and finally let um, Neil Blomkamp, uh, or do whatever I, his name is. Do I, my, uh, do I get my reboot, my retool? I get, I get Hicks back.
0: Well, that's what... Uh, not,
1: that I, not that I care. Like, my headcanon, it stops. They get back. They live happily ever <laughs> after. You know, three never happens. The one with the white alien thing that Ripley's given birth to. Again, Jesus Christ, what were they thinking? uh they weren't oh okay
0: but now i believe that all goes to disney and what what other big franchise Uh, will we see the fanfare again in front of the star wars movies
1: did they do it the last time they didn't that's right i don't think we will
0: I don't know that it's extended so, it, fanfare it's so to weird. close out the saga. Can, that can, would be so can, sick.
1: Can they just buy it out from Fox? No, they they will. They are. No, the actual fanfare. Yeah, they
0: are buying oh. that.
1: That's the what they're
0: buying. Jesus they're Christ, they're buying 20, 20th century Fox Pictures. Like that's what they're they're buying the movie. They're not that, buying the, they're not buying the sports, and they're not buying yeah. the, the broadcast network. But does
1: that? I guess that would come with it, huh? Yes, it it absolutely would. <laughs> wow. What if they did it just for that? Well, they're doing it
0: for... Because they they don't own a home video release of Mm -hmm. any of the Star Wars, so they'll get that back. That's why Disney was the best partner for Fox, because after that news broke, Comcast then tried, and they're like, man, we kind of want to sell to Disney. And and they're doing it to get the Marvel properties they want back. You know, Kevin Faggy's fangs are out with, you know, salivating. And uh, everyone at Disney is just...
1: they're fucking Thanos.
0: yeah. Collecting the Infinity Gems. <laughs> I wonder what happens once they get. I wonder what happens once uh, Faggy puts X Men and Fantastic Four in his gauntlet. Will he finally
1: rule the world? The nerds have won. Yeah, that's
0: we won. Squeezer. We won. We won. So should we get on to our third topic? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have to work our real job today. Jesus Christ, so. it's hot. Play it. Yeah in a galaxy far far away a brother and sister search for their missing parents
1: how are we gonna find them
0: we will don't worry and fate leads them to the magical ewoks
1: we help you now a great adventure
0: begins So this is a trailer for Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. Ugh. Here's my problem in that trailer. How the f- this apparently happens after the Battle of Endor okay, right, and Return of the, of the Jedi. How the, the fuck- team oh no, I'm sorry, this happens before it, I think. I don't know where it happens, but why- how did the Ewoks speak English in this movie and they couldn't fucking speak <laughs> a lick of it in Return of the Jedi? <laughs> uh, so, uh, this was originally broadcast as an Ewok Adventure till they released the second one. Now um, on And uh, it's one of the two spin-offs, of course, of the featuring Ewoks from Return of the Jedi. They also did a commercial. The Ewoks were huge with children. Not mm-hmm. so much like they were the first Jar Jar for a lot of fans. Sure. I don't see it that way. And i I think the porgs are gonna also be great, but you know, some people just hate fun. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's set on the, obviously the forest moon of Endor sometime, um, after, oh, oh, yeah. So it's after the animated series, but before the events of Return of the Jedi. So they, they knew English, but then forgot it when, you know, oh, Okay. Fair Return of the Jedi, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. It uh, focuses on the struggle of two young humans, uh, trying to locate their parents who've been kidnapped by a monster named Gorax. Yeah. it's actually pretty good I like this one a lot uh, as a kid uh, we watched this over and over and over uh, and I don't think uh, I am i can't remember if I s- saw this before Star Wars or after
1: but you didn't associate the two as I like didn't a, associate
0: yeah. the two until I saw Return of the Jedi and I was like what <laughs> what what are they doing here Um, and I, I don't even know if my parents ever showed me this I just saw it on television you know and I watched it mm-hmm. and
1: then at uh, um, Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, Picks 11. Yeah, yeah. Or on one
0: of the... Because we had HBO <laughs> mm. and the movie channel. We had those, those channels, so it could have been... It could have been on that... Um, uh, George Lucas created these because he wanted... Uh, Money? This, well... Again, I don't know if this ever made money. (laughs) No, I did. But uh, he wanted to uh, make uh, specials dealing with the Ewoks because his daughter really loved uh, the the Ewoks. And um, he was really embarrassed by the Star Wars holiday special. So um, he assumed he had more control over this to make sure it was quality. I wish Ah. someone would have done that for the prequels. Uh, so the story was by written by George Lucas and then he, you know, handed off the screenplay duties to other people and then they filmed in the Redwood forest like they did Endor, um, for Return of the Jedi. And, uh, you know, there's some cool stop motion, you know, monster scenes and, uh, uh, that go motion technique and the aid 80- that was so popular in the eighties. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, the great matte paintings and whatnot, uh, but uh, it was, you know, it's not bad. I'm, I'm interested to see if I could go back and watch it now, even the Battle for Endor, the second one, mm-hmm. and see how if I can make it through them without, you know, being like, what the fuck? I think it's more geared to children. So. Yeah
1: and you got to think even at the time it, since they're use it's the star wars brand and star wars resources it's already going to look better than most other kid stuff that's going out there involving like any kind of like puppet or stop motion stuff like o- outside of like you know well no i wouldn't even say outside but like o- outside of like an official like jim henson muppet kind of thing this all being included Outside of that, it was rough. A lot of like the well,
0: outside of this, there was there was no other Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff really. Well, Up Star
1: in, Wars, no, but I'm just saying in general.
0: I know like in general, sci-fi but shit, they didn't but... release anything else until, I mean, the re-re- there was nothing Star Wars really for a longest time until yep. the re-releases. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, um, I think the home video. What came first, the home video or uh,
1: the the special edition? Well, we can get into that eventually. Right, well, yeah. there was a laser disc. As well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I,
0: that aside, there really wasn't much in that mm-hmm. gap of time, to, so to satisfy your Star Wars. Yeah, it was
1: always kind of just there. Uh, it wasn't what it was now. Would you say there was a, there was a lull? Yes, for some time. Yes, and then out of that lull, kind of just out of the blue, really, because uh, no one wanted wanted the the um, the license to it. Uh, A little company named Galoob picked up uh, a license for Star Wars, and we got these. Micro Machines, where they gonna take you? To space with Star Wars. May the Force, be with you. Star Wars Micro Machines, there's a cool adventure in every collection. Micro Machines, Star Wars collections, and vehicle collections, each sold separately.
0: So we're about 40 minutes in. Um, Is it going to be another 40 minutes till we get to our next topic? (laughs)
1: well i'll actually talk about star wars micro machines right now so what happened was like you were saying there wasn't a whole lot going on and galoob was doing micro machines the license was out there they took star wars and started making little ships and taka and like detailed little ships though did you ever have any of these no so these my brother came out, i didn't okay. i didn't care for micro machines oh you're a monster so these came out in 94. i mean i thought they were cool
0: and i love the packaging and mm-hmm. i love the idea of them and i love yes. the commercials but when it came down to playing with them, I was like, mm. uh, I wasn't even in the really matchbox. Uh, it was okay. more what my brother
1: was. Oh, well, see, I wasn't a big car guy, but spaceships, I, I was all in. And uh, these, so these actually came out before the Kenner Power of the Force relaunch of the figures, with all their they were they were juicing at this time. They they weren't like on display, full roided out Star Wars action figures yet. And the home release, the <clears throat> re-release of the box set hadn't even hit yet too. So this is like the first like uh, like little new blood into the system, like, like kind of popped. And I don't know if it has anything to do with it, like that this is a a foot in the door, but these went hot quick. And my favorite thing about it was, you know how I I bitch and moan that my parents buy me every toy in the world I ever wanted and I had the greatest childhood you could possibly imagine, but I wanted more than one foot soldier because there was an army of foot soldiers. Mm -hmm. This made it possible you could finally have a fleet. It's so like I can have my squadrons of X-Wings and Y-Wings and TIE Fighters, wow. which made me happy because, awesome enough, they would repackage them, resell them. You'd have multiples in different packs, so you wouldn't just have to buy the same pack over and over again. And it was also reasonable. They were a little on the cheaper side, too, and you got three like figures for like 5 bucks or
0: something. See, I always thought micro-machines were more expensive. Uh,
1: well, these... They might have been. It wasn't my money, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mama Squeezer. Mm. But yeah, got, and then she was probably getting them uh, a year after they came out <laughs> in the KB Liquidation Rack.
1: Uh no, these were fra- and well, I also like grandparents and stuff too. And then well, the grandparents are the ones that got me the collect the <clears throat> the bronze collectors edition pack. So it's like all the all the ships.
0: So your grandparents like, would constantly get you like metal plated toys that you really couldn't play with. They got you the turtle yeah. statue yeah. that you just kind of... Yeah,
1: they, these made me so angry because now I had an entire box set of all the of all these ships and they were bronzed. It's like... And that's, that's what sucked about it. You kind of ruined them because these were so detailed. The painting on them, they looked legit. For as tiny as they are, they packed it in there. Like, you could see every little, like, coil in the back of the ship and R2 units and stuff. And then uh, for, you know, uh, to have it, like, just be just... Spray-painted bronze really just kind of, like, just kind of, they were flattened. I'm okay. Do you you need help? Yes, but (laughs) not for that. So, yeah, they came out. Originally, like, in the early 80s, they tried doing, like, a miniature set. I didn't use this one. What? It's not used. Go ahead. No, no. It's not that good. I have one. I I was just looking for it. Use your sleeve. So they tried doing miniatures in, like, the early 80s. It didn't work out. There is right, little... they, they
0: were They were Kenner, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, Kenner. Yeah, Kenner it was went. Kenner. Uh, um, <coughs> it was Kenner. Well, and at the time, there's this little fella named He Man. Yeah, Mattel. So there was no competing with it. They just, you know, it, it was no competition. He Man was
0: made reactionary to Star Wars yeah. because uh, uh, everyone turned down that toy line but Kenner, and they mm-hmm. kind of took it and ran with it. Yeah. Um, Mattel was looking for there. Toy line to yeah. exploit children, right? Yeah.
1: So, Galoob was making these, and, and, I mean, they would pack after pack, and they were just churning them out, and... How many yeah. would you say you had? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, is a shit ton of number? <laughs> and then, it, what helped, too, was, like, your friends had them, too. And you'd have to make sure you, like, sharpie it, with like, little marks. You, you couldn't really put, like, your name anywhere, so you marked it like a golf ball. You'd put, like, a couple dots in a certain spot, like, or a pattern. That's how you knew, how like, that was your ball. ball. Yeah, like you would, some everyone has their own little thing. So you put like some guy's put like a dot like before the logo or behind it or two dots above or. I'm not a, a golfer. It's, it's a way to identify your ball. So you do the same thing with their micro machines. <laughs> so that's how you knew. And we would just have massive battles. They weren't all the scale because like an X Wing would be the same size as like a Star Destroyer. All right. But. Uh, all in all, they were just the detail in them was just awesome. And for a little OCD squeezer like me that could just sit there and kind of turn it and just look at it and, like, ooh, it's so pretty. Uh, and then they had the play sets too, which were some of them were pretty awesome. Uh, the Battle of Hoth set was by far my absolute favorite. It's just a basic little white piece of plastic, but it had an ion cannon and a shield generator that blew up. And it came with an ATAT. And it also came with C3PO, which you kind of just. Tim, what are you gonna just get out of here? There's a battle going on, right. um, get out of the way, robot, yeah. But yeah, they, they, they were awesome, and then eventually, uh, Hasbro bought up Galoob and they just kind of shut down operation for micro machines for some time. Well, they I think did, like,
0: didn't they make Microverse?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and then they relaunched it, and now there are more micro machines coming out for Star Wars again. Huh? It's thing, so. But yeah, the originals—the ones that came out. Are you in trying to uh, drop a Christmas hint, hint?
0: Yeah, Christmas hint on me?
1: No, I would never expect. I, I want the originals. <laughs> I want my original, <laughs> my original set number three. I had the. It came with the Vader Tie Fighter and the Y Wing and the X Wing. That was the thing. Some of the packs, like you would get, like uh, like the Bespin Cloud Car <clears> and like, <throat> like Bespin itself, which is kind of weird to have as a toy because yeah. it's like a, it doesn't do anything, right? You would always you'd use it as something else, like it's like a space probe or something, you know, something yeah. goofy like that. And then you would get like uh, an A-Wing or a Y-Wing or something cool in it or a TIE interceptor. So there's always
0: a dud maybe. Yeah, the they
1: usually kind of throw in a dud. The Jawa Sandcrawler was cool because it actually had wheels. It was like the Uh-oh. only one that was but it wasn't a scale. micro machine. No, it was not to scale. Yeah. It, it came, you would also get like a TIE Fighter and a Death Star in the same pack. <laughs> and the TIE Fighter was about the same size as the Death Star. Well, that's just, you got to use your imagination. you got to use your imagination. Yeah. Well,
0: um, this is probably a precursor into a long life of disappointing women.
1: Oh crap! Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. Take a base of action. Green coup, step close the holding sector. of them each other. Admiral, we have enemy ships in Sector 27. It's a trap. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, if only I would have known when um, uh, a girl that I might have just kissed at Thorny Park, uh, just not like with any tongue or anything, I, just uh, like I'm, a I, peck, on the, peck okay. on the, you know, and it was that when she asked if I would go to our ninth grade semi-formal dance, I said, huh. I can't, I'm going to see uh. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known. That's uh, a trap But in 1997 To build hype for the prequels Lucas ruined And then re-released His original trilogy Starting in <laughs> January With A New Hope Followed it with Empire Strikes Back In February of 97 And then pushed back To March 14th Not March 7th uh, Which we originally thought
1: mm-hmm.
0: They pushed it back a week
1: <clears throat> It was on the poster yeah.
0: They released uh, Return of the Jedi That night was also our semi-formal. I think at least half the guys and probably a good portion of the females that didn't care were at the AMC that we're seeing, Mm -hmm. episode eight at, seeing the re-release of Return of the Jedi. Because it built up so much fervor at that point because it was like... Oh, the
1: marketing was...
0: Each month you saw another Star Wars. So we just got off, like, not even... Like, two weeks ago, we saw Empire, and, you know, Mm -hmm. so the plan was,
1: you know, we're seeing... Yeah, it was an entire... And and in the winter, too, where, like, life is miserable. Right. Like, it gave you hope, a new hope. Right. And it could have been... I'm I'm trying...
0: Now that I'm seeing this, maybe we saw Empire, and it was a Valentine's Day thing, but I don't think it was Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure it was Return of the the Jedi. Uh, And so then, like, with that, you got all the toy Mm re-releases, and... Uh, I don't know, it was just, it, Star Wars was the thing again, and yeah. it was really cool, starting in 97, and there was there was tons of toys, and there was tons of, then he said, oh, I'm doing this, he, I think he started filming the prequels mm-hmm. at that point, he was like, oh, yes, the prequels, we're going to learn how uh, Anakin became, uh, my, my George Lucas is kind of like a impression of Lorne Michaels. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to learn, which is a, a kind of an impression of Doctor Evil, or how uh, Anakin became Darth Vader. It, it's gonna take three movies, but it's gonna be worth it.
1: And, <clears throat> and uh, hindsight's, we'll we'll hindsight's one of those things. But
0: yeah, that was that was a big moment for me, and uh, you know, of letting women down in my
1: life. I mean, for us, it was. A once in a lifetime thing Like you're talking to guys That we We grew up Listen I didn't want to go to that dance To begin with no This just gave me an excuse to say No I think I'd stopped going to Dances By then It was one of those things Where I'd have to be forced to go Like be social Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be social I'm doing just fine by myself And Yeah Uh, For me I look at it as This was a chance for us To go and see it In theaters We hadn't had that before you know, we had that anamorphic VHS that just, with right. bad tracking. This right. is the first time you get to see that scroll in the theater for the first time.
0: Right. Just, yeah, because, awesome. I mean, Jedi came out the year you were born and I was one year old. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. We weren't seeing that in a the theater.
1: No. Not like old Jason who saw them all. Same thing, like when we got the. I mean, not that we didn't get to see Jurassic Park when it, uh, when it came out, we were, oh, we, were, we, were yeah, we were, yeah, we were both I there. I, yeah. I saw it at the drive-in. But when they re-released it with the 3D, you know, a little while back, we to, went, yeah, to to go and just to see it again. That that initial that every time Ghostbusters is back in the theater, yeah. I'm there. Yeah, it's just there's something to it that just I like. To there see it is there. that theater experience that is a positive sometimes. Yeah. So you're next. The Star Wars Trilogy on
0: Video. Now, the Star Wars Trilogy on Video in THX. Chewie, get us out of here! Feel the full force in THX.
1: <coughs> it's a difference you can see and hear. we actually going into an asteroid field.
0: It'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? By the legend that rules the galaxy. It is
1: your destiny. The original version of Star Wars on Video. Buy it before it's gone forever gone forever, Ryan. Well, on VHS. On VHS. And for another two years. And then there'll be more VHSs. But those will be... It's funny, they were taking a cue from Disney. Mm-hmm. They
0: know there would, yeah. would be uh, su- subservient to Disney one day. Well,
1: well, well by taking a cue f- from Disney, they also pumped $16 million in the marketing this box set coming out. Now, I remember,
0: it was a huge deal. It,
1: I, this was, and it was for me because this was my first time No. No, like they say for the last time for me it was my first time to like actually have a real trilogy of Star Wars every other copy I had were these really shitty dubs off of really shitty poorly tracked copies from the library and mom and pop rental stores and they were beat to hell I didn't know, you know Battle of Hoth is just one big white blur the first time I got to see that on that high quality THX VHS right Oh, it was, it was, it was awesome it was awesome. And the, the, a lot of people at the time, they kind of shit on the box art because it wasn't the original like poster oh, work. Yeah, it was that I thought, the it, gold,
0: right? With the well,
1: that was the 97 um, special, uh, edition. special edition. These were just they were, It was the black box, and uh, the first one had Vader on it. The second one had a Stormtrooper, and oh, the, yeah, fourth, yeah. the third one had Yoda with a little like scene cut out and yeah. kind mm-hmm. of <coughs> inserted down there in the bottom.
0: Why? Uh, why did they call it th? I know THX is his company, but what made them THX VHSs?
1: I uh, sixteen million dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, you don't understand. These are regular VHSs. These are THX VHSs. The name of my first student
1: film. <laughs> so you gotta think too. Like and we, I'm sure people are gonna get angry at this because we came in like around this time. Like. We'd seen Star Wars, but this is where we started coming into our own and began making it our generation's Star Wars.
0: Sure.
1: B- and people would argue, st- like, Star Wars never went away. It was always there. You had the Ewok Adventures. They put it out on disc. They had trading cards in, like, 90, 92. Yeah, the role-playing game. The role-playing game. So, but but this was, like, the big push. Like, Star Wars was, kind of, was always there. But this was, like, all right, motherfuckers. This is the beginning of... Like this is like the empire taking over. It's like they had they have known that they were gonna get bought up by Disney. Like this was a you're right. This was a Disney move before it was Disney before Disney was the monster it is now. Before and, yes. yeah, and at the time too, like you didn't have there wasn't a whole lot out there. Ninety like ninety four had Star Trek Generations, right? You know, it was the big crossover and and what that else? That was that was a movie with both <coughs> Next Generation yeah. and the original cast and yeah. right. Uh, and you had uh, uh, Stargate. Uh, other than that, like your sci-fi movies were like Johnny Mnemonic and Twelve Monkeys, which you know is awesome, but like it wasn't these big, grand sci-fi adventures. So, like, well, there were sci-fi. There was no science fantasy. So, yeah, science fantasy. So, and this was a big like. I, I think it, it revitalized. It. And what what it did was it set the stage. He knew he was going to put out these remastered ones two years later. They were already at work on them. So, the, the idea was it was just basically just getting, you know, chum in the, pu- the water, getting the bellows out and getting us to spend our money. And, you know, then it coincides with all the action figure releases and stuff like that. Um, and, but really, I, I, I like to think that where we're at now, a lot, like this whole thing that's happening now, what's happening tomorrow, really kicked off in 95 with, with these VHS tapes. And it, it maybe maybe not for everyone. Maybe for some people, it, it's it never I'd it say was it always kicked there. Off
0: with the original re- release, when he did the action figure deal with Kenner, uh, when he go when he went to Fox, when he went to the music, movie executives and said, sure. "Yeah, I, I, but I want I want the merchandising, and toy rights," and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> "Sure, have that thirty dollars you're gonna make.
1: <laughs> you know, now you'd be crazy to give away." Yeah. You can't it. you can't take it away from the the guy's a visionary. He did he did two th- he created this world, whether you like the the prequels or not. He is responsible for coming up with this uh, this universe that now everyone's trying to create. Star Wars just did it organically, right? Like it, he didn't go out there and be like I'm going to create this universe, and you know, you know what? Maybe he did. <laughs> Maybe he, all along he's like you know what? Over the next like forty years, I'm just going to make this world and just milk the teat of children across the world and adults.
0: Yeah, it's hard to cuz he did um he originally put out Star Wars and of course we all know it was a much different story when he when when he originally started writing it, but um Luke Starkiller. Uh but uh you know, it came full circle with Starkiller base and uh he, I think he decided after Star Wars that that was episode four and, the, you know, we're only, we're mid, we're in the middle of a big chunk of story. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I wish you would have sold to Disney before he put out one, two, and three. I mean, it was, there was no winning there. I think at that point, you know, people, they had a movie in their head, what it was going to be. Maybe not everyone thought well, it would just be. He, uh, he could
0: have at least hired people who knew how to
1: act. Yeah, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, there's absolutely no excuse for that.
0: That's why I think one is my favorite of the three, because I could get past that little kid not yeah, being able to act. Like, Yeah, hating Christensen not being able to act, and Natalie Portman. I'm... like she is. Like She's a thespian, and she yes. is dry as fuck. Yeah, I, I I I apparently take it as she had zero chemistry with this guy. Yeah, I mean, there's none on on screen. I'm sure there was none
1: in real life. I mean, and, and you have fucking you have taken guy and train spotting guy. I thought they were great though, and and one. they're great. But and then and then even the fucking the, the 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 frog guy. I'm not even gonna say his goddamn name. You George know, Mall? No, the frog guy, jar jar. Oh, you made jar jar. me say it. You know, even... I didn't even hate him. Jar Jar. Oh, I hated that motherfucker. I, hate I, I couldn't... Immediately, I'm like, really? This is what we're... This is what we're doing? But, yeah, I guess it was a kid's movie. But, yes, there is no excuse for... All right, uh, well,
0: here's... The t- here, let's put it out on the table. What, what do you think about the Porgs? I haven't seen it yet.
1: I haven't seen it yet. From what we've seen... It's Star Wars. They're they're gonna throw a little something. You know, people shat on BB-8 too. When yeah, first right. And he was he was one and of I the greatest parts f- of Episode Seven. He was fantastic. Arguably you know? the star of it. And I had gerbils, so maybe I'm gonna like. Oh, look at the porg. I, it, you know, as long as it's not like, they're having this grand battle for on the second. Star Killer base. As long as these and Porgs
0: it, speak, don't speak some language in this movie and then they put out a Christmas special or something and the Porgs all of a sudden know English, I'll be okay with it.
1: My thing is, it's not. I don't want there to be this giant galactic space battle and the whole reason that the Rebels or the New Republic can win is because like, the Porg just accidentally being the silly goose that it is, like shorts out some wires and destroys the base that would just be a big middle finger to all of us it's like yeah no, this all means nothing because the silly little uh silly little gizmo looking gremlin guy you know with his little, although if he did just have a little bow and arrow like gizmo had that <laughs> yeah, would be that adorable would be a little porg little porg lightsabers uh, what if they are the original jedi
0: what if they're the last jedi the, Oh shit. I think we just figured out the movie before we saw it. All right. Um, I doubt it. I heard it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did I. I heard it was uh, the best. And I left it at that. Filmmaking wise, all I saw was the New York Times said filmmaking
1: wise, it's the best Star Wars film I've ever made. Even more than Empire. Even more than Rogue One. Uh, I just want to see your look on your face. All right. There's a lot of lore in there, though. Sure. Your hair's getting long, too. Yeah, it's out of control. Oh, we should go get it, like, braided. <laughs> together? Yeah. Not braided together, <laughs> but, like, oh. to have our hair well, braided I'm, okay, then I'm at not, the same I'm time. I'm not interested, I thought. Oh, okay. Together. All right, here's mine.
0: Doors open at 12.01 a.m.? Hey, we're talking Toys R Us here. Outside, the crowd knew what they wanted. Star Wars figures. You gotta have them, they're coming out. I'm here for the, smar-
1: the smiling Darth Maul.
0: let I'm mainly looking for the figures. That's, so I, don't, you know, I
1: think there'll be plenty of those to go around.
0: Darth Maul, I wanna check out Darth Maul. He's, he's gonna be the new king. The line strikes down. That, that was a, a news clip I found of Toys R Us. I, of course, worked at KB Toy Store on May 2nd, 1999, the release of the Star Wars figures. So I remember when they all got shipped to us in the back. There was, uh, do not open till midnight at uh, 5299. Nine. You like, couldn't even open the box. Couldn't even open the box. What if you did? I don't know. You didn't, though, because oh, okay. I think the rumor was if they found out you were doing it, they would shut you off. Mm-hmm. They'd cut your supply. So uh, when we got them and put them out, obviously the one everyone wanted out of the box was Darth Maul. So what KB Toy Store did at my store was we had a movie theater called General Cinemas behind, be, like, like in, a, in a strip mall behind the mall, but like in the same parking lot. So KB set up sort of like a kiosk that had a bunch of Star Wars candy and toys, and we, we brought over stuff, and I re- was over there, and people came out of the movie. People went into the movie wanting Darth Maul, and basically came out of the movie wanting to return it. <laughs> Not really, but they they weren't as interested in, in Darth Maul when they're coming out of the movie because clearly he gets, spoilers, cut in half and he's dead.
1: Uh, spoilers, he's not.
0: Oh, yeah, he's not. He's, he's not. not. Yeah, Star Wars Rebels. Um, but he did not appear
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the rest, rest of that trilogy. That
1: was the biggest letdown. Yeah. It was such a letdown.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to be... The big bad for the the new generation,
1: and no, um, no, nope, nope. Jar Jar yeah. was that. Yeah, I don't think they needed the. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see the the value in losing him so early. Maybe in the second one. I no, in the third, and let Anakin kill him to
0: take his take his reign.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and out of rage and anger, not out of, you know. But the,
0: build him up as a much bigger badass. And they, they didn't, you know, they yeah. used Ray Park. And um, he, he, he didn't even have. It was him. our
1: first time seeing a lightsaber battle, like that you were supposed and to. And
0: that dual bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, God, it was awesome. Yeah. And they didn't even let him talk. Like, oh, he's such a waste. So, Kate, being at KB for. Uh, the release of star wars like i'll never forget like we were just you know everyone was well what's the story going to be obviously we knew anakin was going to be darth vader um you know they sold these cool like toys that kind of look like cast the shadow of vader we said po- it was posters it was a poster uh we had like one of those boxes with posters and there was a poster of little child anakin on the sand and um Vader's um, shadow, Invader's shadow being cast uh, through him uh, on Tatooine. Uh, so there was so much cool stuff for Episode One, and there was so much lame stuff. Those those com readers that they used, yeah, which were actually like ladies razors that they cut. <laughs> Seriously,
1: they actually did use the mold, like a mold for that. And no, um, in the oh. movie they took oh, to make okay, them. Yeah, they took a yeah. the
0: ladies razor. Mm-hmm. And, and painted that up, so the toy was a giant one because mm-hmm. you couldn't fit all that technology, or lack back, of, back then, yeah. a speaker and everything into. It. So it was a giant yeah. one. And then you'd each with each toy, you'd get like a little chip. Remember the chips mm-hmm. that came with yep. the figures, and you'd scan. So we had we had a uh, a demo unit that we put out. So you take the thing and scan it, and you hear and and this, like five same whiny lines from Anakin. Everyone played over, hoping to hear some sort of you know, spoiler. <clears throat> so we heard those a lot. Paul is dead. Yeah.
1: I am the walrus. Um, I was there while you were selling shit. I actually got to see them. Did you, when did you get to eventually see it then?
0: There, like, that,
1: I, I'd pop in and see it. Like, so you never actually got to like sit down, you like, like peek in and see it like piece by piece as it was going on.
0: Yeah, I um eventually bought it on VHS at uh, Kmart <laughs> in the Folsburg Mall, which aren't a thing
1: anymore. But you didn't like you popped in, you see like Jar Jar on screen, you go, "What the fuck is that?" Well, no, I was I was I was pretty like ready for Jar Jar because his figure was
0: around. for, okay. you know, two weeks before the movie came out, and uh, did people, you know he
1: was going to talk like an asshole? Yeah, because the chip. Oh, the chip. Scan it. Right.
0: Yeah, me <laughs> so crazy. Ugh. Yeah, so yeah, I was fully ready for all of that that shit Mm. uh but yeah darth maul was the hottest figure (laughs) out of that group and i don't know it was just it was just a
1: cool thing to be a part of i remember people having (coughs) some people dressed up there were people down front having lightsaber battles and shit and just when that scroll ran and everyone cheered it was the coolest feeling and i was pretty buzzed because i had just come from a concert we were at me and my friend we were at static x down at crock rock and we just had basically that we were high school what was i Sophomore in high school, freshman. What was that? 99. Don't make me do math. But I, you know, was, me, I was just a, a short little chubby junior, thing. So you were one below me. Yeah. I was just a little chubby thing. And I was just getting my ass kicked, you know, just on the edge of like a mosh pit. And then we, his dad comes and picks us up. We left the concert early so we can go see Star Wars. So you have these two little high school kids probably just reeking of weed with someone else's blood on them, waiting in line then to go see Star Wars. That's weird. Um, it
0: was it, it was it was a cool thing to I still think cool thing to be a part of uh, that whole episode one release and then that scroll kicked and you're like wait are we watching CNBC? <laughs> it's like telling you like a news scroll like the Galactic Senate sat down to debate at a filibuster
1: <laughs> like,
0: yeah so. I, I don't know. I still like episode one out of all th- – I mean, three is good because of what it
1: is. You see him become Darth Vader, but one uh, – You know what? I watched all three of them lately because um, I was going to go back and rewatch all of them, and I ran out of time, and I feel like I wasted my time watching the first three, and then I got a quick cram four, five, and six, and seven in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they don't hold up. Like One they, doesn't even hold up? I, I don't think – well, here's the, here's the problem. I'm watching it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm and you see it looks like you're watching a video game because the cgi just pops against the blue versus seeing it on film it blends so much better so when you're watching when you're watching it on your big ass tv at home in hd like you you see everything Uh, and it kind of it takes a little bit out of it and then like the midi chlorine talk i just want i just wanted to rip my speakers out of TV. Like, what are you doing? And Mm. you kind of just, you know, retroactively in your head erase what you want and keep the cool stuff. Two is uh,
0: just the worst, though, out of those movies, though. Two two doesn't belong. Two felt like filler in between one and three. Two Mm -hmm. felt like they need to make a trilogy. So here's the movie you get in between one and three.
1: I don't know. I would love to go back and watch Anakin and... Had me eat an apple and with a pair of oh god damn it that scene pisses me off to no end. Yep. Wow. No, no one Mm -hmm. wants that. All right, I got to go back and watch a New Hope as soon as I'm out of here. (coughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Um. So we are on your next one.
1: The rebels are unprepared for our attack. Signal Vice Admiral Thrawn to launch his tie squadrons immediately. Imagine having this pumped in your ears. I I never played this. Really? So, no. Uh, so *Tie Fighter* for PC, the sequel to *Star Wars X-Wing* from uh, Lucas Arts back in '94. I played this on DOS. And this is the sound sounded great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it looked great for the time too. <clears throat> they did this thing with like the the with the shading. They were able to do that, made a lot of like all the polygons. It smoothed it out. It looked. Like a much better presentation than X Wing, Um, but and it was just fun to play because you're in space, so it's like this endless, uh, vast open world that you could just fly around in in different Tie Fighters and just blowing stuff up. And you got to play as the bad guy. You got to play as the Empire. This is the first game that you were allowed to do that, Um, and it was so cool. Like the amount. Looks
0: just like uh, your perspective from the movie, uh, Vader's Mm -hmm. perspective. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah, and you get to fly that. Eventually, you have tie, inter- TIE fighters, tie interceptors, tie bombers. You have all kinds of different missions, and you get to kill rebels. You also get to kill more Imperials that are like uh, Imperials that are uh, like defectors, pirates, all kinds of stuff. Different. It's a long game. Uh Mel Hydra. And uh, yeah, that was my first time. It was so much fun being the bad guy. But it was also cool because like you. Like, it, it played it up where, like, the, the book or the game came with a book, with a backstory. Ah. And you, you were, uh, Merrick Steele. It was like a... A porn actor? Either a porn actor or I was gonna say, like, an 80s, uh, like, handsome detective show. Like, mm. uh, what am I thinking of? Remington Steele. Mm. It's like his, his evil brother. <coughs> so... Hi, I'm Remington. This is my <laughs> evil brother, Merrick. Merrick. He joined the Empire. Uh, he runs a, uh... Medical company. or is, Mer- is it Merrick? Merck. Merck? Yeah, close enough. Maybe it's pronounced Merck. He but,
0: joined the Empire, and they started a pharmaceutical to kill the world.
1: But it plays it up that you are afraid of Vader. So the whole basis of your actions is because you're afraid to die, <clears> so you're <throat> just going to kill all these people so you don't get killed. Uh, I would, of course, build my little cockpit. So, like, you would have, your, you know, you as a grown... Grown man, build your little tent to hang out in. I built mine around my monitor and my <laughs> screen, and I would extra little, like, I would take my, uh, <clears throat> my power pad and, like, other, like, keyboards and stuff and just have it around, so I built my own little cockpit. Okay. And then, you know, of course, you have the proper gaming you know flight simulator joystick with half the buttons that if only you and my
0: dad you could add a bunch of extraneous switches and walkie-talkies and all sorts of things i had like
1: you know cassette players and goofy shit whatever i could find to click extra buttons but if you did click buttons on the keyboard you could do like it wasn't just flying around aimlessly like you had controls over like your shields and engines and weapons and shit it's like the amount of detail that went into into this flight simulator uh back in 94, was huge. And it's in... uh, What the hell is it? IGN and uh, uh, Computer Gaming Weekly. Both, it's in their Hall of Fame. They consider it one of the best flight simulators of all time, one of the top Star Wars games of all time still to this day. And it's just a lot of fun because you just get lost in it. You get immersed in this. Even though there's only so many... So many different ships and shit. It just it, It was just you... Really can like get sucked in and just hours and hours I spent just flying around listening to that MIDI track. Hmm.
0: Well, they were, uh, LucasArts was famous for their great games. Uh, Maniac Mansion, I think, was their first title. Sam and Max hit the road, yeah, the, which was huge. Sam and Max hit the road, uh, A Curse of Monkey Island, Escape from Monkey Island, and then they did, um. Uh, what the hell did they do that was huge? Of course, the Star Wars and um stuff, but their sim games are great. Battle Hawks 1942, the World War II Sims, mm-hmm. their combat Sims, because <clears throat> Lucas was obsessed with the dogfights, so. yeah.
1: Well, that's a whole lot. A lot of all the uh, all your fight scenes are based out of that, and what it, it goes to show like that was like the first movie where you got to real Star Wars what made it special was this was like the first time you got to see like see like real space combat like not how it would really look but how you want it to look it was a dogfight in space it wasn't just the yeah, <coughs> yeah star trek wants to go for their accuracy and stuff and like no one wants to see accuracy no you want you want to see some action see and it was the enough. first time that you actually got to see it and like ships move fast like before they were everything was just like like plotting through space and every and it also felt very two-dimensional where this opened it up and it felt like it was all over you especially if you you know go all the way up to like the battle of endor and you just see it, it's the coolest image you know just seeing the, those massive fleets just going at it from every direction right and that's kind of what you got with with tie fighter now there weren't thousands of ships all over the place it can only handle so many but eventually well, you ever play uh Rogue Squadron for yeah. GameCube. You have it was the first game I bought for my GameCube, right. and that, that that battle sequence. It was like, wow, this is we've come so far, and I would just play that one level over and over again, you know, <coughs> along with you know the you know hoth battle because who doesn't love tripping up AT-ATs? But yeah, it just took me back to like Tie Fighter. And that was like groundbreaking. That was the start of it all. So many hours just spent just staring at that black screen. Hmm. Um,
0: well, here's one that's a little off-beat, but you'll get what I'm going for.
1: You know what I just watched? Me pulling a can off some moron's fist? Return of the Jedi. Didn't you hear me? Caitlin is really getting married. What did you like better,
0: Jedi or the Empire Strikes
1: Back? Empire. Blasphemy. Empire had the better ending. I mean, Luke gets his hand cut off, finds out Vader's his father, a uh, hand gets frozen and away by Boba Fett. It ends on such a down note. I mean...
0: That's what life is, a series of down endings. All, all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. There was something else going on. Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> what a Wookiee. Uh, Jedi only uh, had was a b- bunch of Muppets. Uh, that, so <clears throat> when I first, the first movie I saw of uh, our tour was Kevin Smith's Mallrats. Uh And I saw that right after it came out of theaters, which was pretty quick in 1995 on pay-per-view. So, I immediately found out, like, there was no internet. You really. were a youngin when you saw that. Yeah, well, yeah, I got in trouble for watching it, too. Okay. But um, I managed to find uh, clerks uh, at the video store. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't know any better, and we rented
1: it. And <laughs> Did you watch it as a family? No, no, I watched oh, it myself, damn. yeah. I it would, you probably wouldn't have gotten far. Yeah, but there's really, there's really no,
0: like, like there's nudity in Marats. You know, mm. but there's except for Randall showing the porn mag to that one customer, seeing <clears throat> you could see seeing say, saying you could see your kidneys. There's really no gratuitous. It's just language, yeah. Which
1: and it's so brilliant. Makes sense now too.
0: Uh, so I remember I was you know obsessed. Uh, there was a whole group of us obsessed with like those movies. So Clerks, and then I remember when Chasing Amy was coming out. Like I was, oh my god, his next one. I wanted to see it in a the theater so bad, but it wasn't really playing anywhere around here. Uh, it played at the Plaza. in went on mall, but my dad was, nah. Um, so we also had to rent that in 96, but that really, Clerks, were. I'd watch it over and over and over because <coughs> I had a, uh, a dub, a dub down mm-hmm. of it. Well, eventually, <clears throat> we'd get it on DVD. But uh, the way they talked about Star Wars... It made you feel like there was a there's a period that I think everyone goes through when everything they, they loved <clears throat> they just they turn on mm-hmm. just like just like Anakin Skywalker's descent to the dark side. You're going through middle school and you just want to look cool in front of girls, so mm-hmm. you do anything you can. You turn your back on comic books, cartoons, Star Wars, everything that's cool. You're supposed to like nothing. <laughs> well, and You're basically supposed to be a nihilist.
1: There, there was a time where you had to do that. Now, oh, God, I, I would well, relish knows? the We'd, opportunity now. It's like... Well, yeah, now, be cool. obviously, but, awesome. but who knows what kids think is yeah, cool anymore? Yeah. You don't
0: know. They're probably all dicks, too, yeah. just as we were. The, the, there's like... Um, you know, so in that nihilism, mm-hmm. I gave up everything. Like, nothing was cool anymore, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't long because we're talking like you know I probably saw clerks in ninety five you know, and then the movie release I was fully back in in ninety seven for the special editions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you know we'd talk about Star Wars the same way they would you know we'd we'd whack, try to wax intellectual about it, and um it wa it was cool again, and you know we're, we're in between talking about. <clears throat> how awesome Dave Grohl is and the Foo Fighters, uh, you know, after that. But there is just, I don't know. Uh, it was also a nihilistic period. The Smashing Pumpkins were, like, the most popular mm-hmm. band at the time. So it was. You, I like nothing Lebowski. We believe in nothing Lebowski. I
1: mean, I had a lot of black T-shirts. Yeah, well, yeah, we still do. Still do. <laughs> well, it hides my figure um, as much as it can. Uh, but I,
0: I would say that... Uh, and I still, Clerks is like my center movie. It's what I watch to, to make sure everything's right in the world. The fact that a movie like that was made and is mainstream mm-hmm. is just something that makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, it's, it, they talk how we talk. Yeah. Even though that was set in 94. And even though we're changed. a little bit older than the characters in that movie are.
1: But. We, we, we talk like we want to be intellectuals when we're not.
0: I'm, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we, we're we very honest about things that no one cares about. You know, but then, like, of course, like, feelings and emotions we'll talk about. You know, And not saying we're not honest about it, but, like, like we talk about the things that aren't important quite, you
1: know, I'd say quite honestly. And I'm saying we can't have two complete sentences without saying fuck. That's also true. Uh,
0: but, uh... Yeah, so Clerks I thought helped make Star Wars and I don't know what would do it for a current generation.
1: I don't know. 'Cause you know I don't know what those kids do. Now it, that they I, sell I, that
0: shit in a Disney store, who would be caught dead? You know, I was in the Disney store. I was too. And uh you kinda wanna kill yourself. I'm I'm even too though busy. they're selling Marvel Toys mm-hmm. and uh Marvel Toys and Star Wars toys. You still kind of want to kill yourself, especially when you buy something and like have a magical day. You kind of want to slap the lady oh, behind yeah. the
1: counter. Oh, that, the magical day thing. Just don't talk to me at all. Not, not them in particular, just everyone. I'm not a guest. I'm not your guest. I walked into a particular store where they pressure cook their chicken sandwiches, and they're delicious, okay? Right. And I don't necessarily agree with all of your politics either. The one thing I despise you for is for calling me your guest. If I was your guest, you'd be giving me that chicken sandwich for free, because that's what hosts do. What, what okay. chicken sandwich I went to Chick-fil-A yesterday. Oh. <laughs> but they go, next <laughs> guest, please. I d- I'm not your fucking guest. I'm okay, a customer. Well, that's a little different. I'm going to g- exchange money for goods and services. This is what Phantom Menace was all about. <clears throat> Alright.
0: Uh, <laughs> you went off a, a weird tangent there. Sorry getting mad
1: at Chick-fil-A, but let's move on you your last. Okay, speaking of uh, evil organizations and trade companies and uh, what am I looking for? Disney. Right.
0: Now, in a kingdom very, very near. Are to,
1: do hurry, the passengers aboard. Prepare yourselves. Park on the boat. The ultimate Disneyland thrill attraction from the imagination of Disney and George Lucas. Because now, the adventure is real. Star Tours at Disneyland. In all the universe, there is no greater thrill. Now open at Disneyland. Awful segues aside. um, So... What is this? Star Tours. The ride. Was... you're not a... It's still it. Well... <clears throat> they, I went to they, Disney
0: they, and when I was 11, so 1990.
1: You went to Disney World. World. I would assume. Yeah. If you're in the East Coast, you go south. A year yeah. before Clark's came out. Okay. So, yeah. In 87, mm-hmm. in 87, this ride opened up in Disneyland. I think it was 89 in Disney World. So where, it was there when it, we went? Well, did you go to Hollywood Studios? No. Okay. Then you didn't get to ride <coughs> it. Cause this was at Hollywood Studios. Oh. We had this discussion. Remember you explained
0: what Hollywood Studios was to me? It's and just a, a... We just went to Magic Kingdom. We didn't go anywhere. Oh,
1: God, I hated Magic Kingdom. Well, there's some cool stuff, I oh. guess. But anyway, Hollywood Studios is um, more like <coughs> their branding of all the other movie shit and other stuff that doesn't really fit with Magic Kingdom. It's a little more adult-themed, a little older kids, stuff like that, Tower Terror and all that shit. Um, but this ride was the first licensed ride that Disney ever did outside of their own, uh, outside of their own, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? With brand? Brand, thank you. Well, um, they,
0: they did a lot with Star Wars throughout the years leading up to their acquisition of them, right? Yes. They had, had a, a whole Star Wars, like, like day and shit. Mm-hmm. Day, right? Well,
1: this is where, this is how it began. Wow. So, yeah, they, they created this ride and it's a, a 3D simulator. <clears throat> so it had, uh, uh, like, six points of articulation, so you're basically floating in this ship. And you uh it had a a, a completely uh computer generated CGI, you know, animated movie in front of you. And for eighty seven it looks pretty good. Eighty nine <coughs> in uh down Florida. And you had a new a new droid. First you were introduced with uh C three P and R2 D2, but they uh give you uh RX-24, who is your pilot, who is this grossly incompetent, silly guy. And the whole idea was, you're going to take a trip to Endor and tour the forest moon of Endor, and just in in the aftermath of Return of the Jedi, this is after the fact, now the war is still going on. Now this grossly incompetent robot uh, smashes through the docking bay door, takes off, overshoots Endor, and the next thing you know, you are in a battle of the third Death Star, in the middle of a rebel and imperial fleet, and you help accidentally destroy it. This is what I'm worried about with the whole pork accidentally blowing up a nestar, Star. Uh, and you get to do, like, a cool trench run and stuff like that, and there's some no-name x wing pilot that's in front of you that fires the torpedoes and takes off, and <clears throat> it's fun. Now, there is a celebrity in this, in RX-24. You know, at Disney, they like to spend a little money, so they went and got a celebrity to do the voice of RS oh, 24 Oh, was it Pee Wee Herman? Oh.
0: they I ruin it? Yeah. Is that true? I yeah. don't know why I, was, I knew g- that.
1: I was going to because you're a, a freak and you're a super fan and you peed on his doll. That's <laughs> true. Well, okay, so let's play the clip and see if you can guess whose voice this is, Ryan. Oh, there. I see they're loading our Navigator R2-D2, and then we'll be on our way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight.
0: Star Tours 45, elevator platform has been activated. Commence final pre-launch
1: sequence. Project control, all status, go. I meant to do that. A little shortcut. (laughs) (laughs) I even added in the little, ha, see if you would catch it, but you obviously did, so I ruined the surprise. Sorry. (laughs) I was really excited for that one. I even you didn't think i i, I don't I, even I, know star
0: tours but when you started saying this it's something clicked in my head like oh wait i think i know Wee herman did this
1: well he did a voice for disney Paul Rubens, i should say he did a voice for uh, a previous disney ride and then they brought him back on for this one and there was a comic-con panel he was at where he said the best part about it was he got a free day pass and he would use it all the time and then they he was like heartbroken when they got rid of it uh they replaced them. And now it's a different and now it's Star Tours. The adventure continues. It's just an updated version. But you know, and the ride was fun. I wasn't I this the one where you sat down in and they showed you like a video
0: and all the characters were sitting in the seats. Um this was
1: I mean, this was over like twenty-five years ago that I was there. I remember that. What I remember was the big ass ATAT and the whole <coughs> ewok village endor bunker like you know how disney disney does it right what they do one thing is because you spend you, you go to disney you spend all day there and then you spend like you know 4 hours waiting in line to go on one ride and this is a 5 minute ride to begin with so it takes a while but uh, just the atmosphere that they build around it mm-hmm. so now you're this little kid and you're just walking through and you're in star wars you're in Star Wars, and it's just massive ATAT out there, and you're just basically walking through like Endor, and it's the coolest thing. I like that, just seeing all that shit more than the ride. Even the ride itself, because I am not a fan of grossly incompetent robots. No, I- until and except in real life. In real life, I want them to all be dumbasses that can't conquer us because we need a fighting chance. <laughs> it would be really sad though if it's a bunch of RX twenty fours. And they just conquer the world, which pff, probably wouldn't take that much more.
0: No. I mean, so far, Siri and uh, Alexa and Cortana and all the various names have been quite
1: stupid. So. You no. Know, well, that NASA one that can communicate so we can, with fucking telescopes and shit like that. I think that press conference is today, actually.
0: Well... Real space. <clears throat> we talked, you know, for starting the podcast off talking about everything but Star Wars, we got a lot of Star Wars talk in. I'm excited. We're going to see the movie on the preview night, which I don't know if you're listening, but it is Thursday night. I'm seeing it first, 6.30. 6.30.
1: And I will be there at 8.30. 8.30. Then so hopefully I-, I should be in my seat with phone off so you can't just blatantly text me like spoilers right off the bat. That I look down at my phone. Oh, what's this? It's I re- like
0: Luke is Vader. I remember almost three years ago you trying to text me. That you were in line to go see Jurassic World, and I wasn't replying, and it, I don't know if it was going through. And you're like, <laughs> "That son of a bitch is in the movie right now," <laughs> and I was. So, you know, it's just how it's just how the cookie crumbles. <sighs> so, kind of
1: co- peanut butter cookies yeah. when like they press a little fork on, oh, get yeah. that
0: pattern. Get a little salt, sea salt on there Ooh. to bring up the flavor. Yes. So that's all we have for the rad years. Okay, you, we're finally bringing. There will be a surprise on Friday morning, and we want you all to stay tuned to our Instagram accounts and radios.com for said surprise. Uh,
1: Well, we don't have a choice now, do we?
0: That's why I'm saying it. Nice. Uh, For the Radios podcast, I'm RK.
1: I'm Squeezer. Um, Enjoy Star Wars, folks. Yeah.